Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi there, Eddie. Uh, Jerry is not here today. Eddie is here. Hi. Hello, podcast people. Jerry hosted. uh, He was in for Boomer. He'll be in for Boomer again tomorrow. A couple follow-ups yesterday to the podcast we did. I told you yesterday I had uh, purchased uh, gift cards for a restaurant. Yes. I purchased them on uh, December 23rd, and about two weeks later, they're out of business. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really was feeling screwed because I feel like they knew they were going out of, of business. Of course they did. So I did some Googling when I got home, and uh, they said it said to file a complaint with your credit card company if you use the credit card. So that's what I did. So I'm in the midst of a uh, of a disputed credit card charge. And you you probably will get it back. I, I might think. get that back. Yeah. They already credited my account. I like when a credit card company yes, does that. Yes, and now it's on them. Now it's on them. So Let's you, figure you, it out. You're, you're done. You got your money back. I washed my hands of this. Mm-hmm. No, it's weird. They give you a credit, but I guess if the dispute ends and the and the they find for the uh, the 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 restaurant, which I can't imagine them doing, then then maybe they put the charge back on. I don't know. I don't think so. No? I think they would just eat it. Oh, uh, because I'm not a guy who's try to take advantage. And it's, we're not talking about twenty thousand dollars, hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So I feel good about that. I felt very good about that. Oh, then I got a DM, Eddie. Okay. From remember we had a lot of questions about running restaurants yesterday, yes. mainly about like how are these restaurants going out of business? Mm-hmm. Um, if I book on open table, am I screwing the restaurant? If I order from uh, DoorDash, does the restaurant get hurt? So I did get a uh, a guy did reach out to me on Twitter with some some answers here, which I would I would lo- I would love to. All right, this is what he said. Uh, nope, that one. Man, oh, here we go. Um, hey, Alan Eddie, I manage a fine dining restaurant in New York City, and I heard you had a few questions on the post game podcast. For companies like DoorDash, Grubhub, etc., they usually take 30% of the bill. Wow, as their cut. Wow, some restaurants will make their menus more expensive going through those sites so as not to be as effective as affected by the 30% charge. Hmm. As for open table, restaurants get charged differently if the customers go to opentable.com versus the restaurant's website that then links to open table. 
We get charged a monthly fee for the software and 25 cents for all reservations through our website and $1 per reservation through Open Table. You know what they're saying there? So if I go to the Open Table app mm-hmm. and I book through there, they're getting charged a dollar. The which restaurant, is not bad. Which is not bad. If I go to the restaurant's website and use their link there that gets me back to Open Table, it's only 25 cents. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, I think, because Open Table is saying, yes, we're booking it for you, but they went to your website to begin with. We didn't, we didn't as an app, get them to choose this restaurant. Right. They already went to your website, so we're only taking. So that's not terrible. But Open Table, if you go there, like they'll give you suggestions uh, of restaurants in your area. Yes. So that's a service. It is. So, I think so, it's a good and, service. And that's probably that's well worth it for only a dollar. Yeah. For it, uh, I don't know what they what they pay for the software to use it, mm-hmm. but once that's pay, once you're paying that, or they said a monthly fee. But the other thing, the DoorDash, I guess it's because they have to pay their driver. Yeah. You're you're. They're picking up the food for you. Yeah. But still, that seems pretty steep. Yeah. I've always, every time I've used one of those delivery services, I'm mad at myself for doing it Mm -hmm. because of the cost. And the other thing they do, because I used to use those services also sometimes just to order and then I go pick it up Mm -hmm. just so I didn't have to interact with a human. Yes. But if you place an order, let's say to a pizza place on on DoorDash or something else, it says, okay, this will be ready in 50 minutes. Now, if I were to call the pizza place, they'd probably say... 15. Right. And I think it's still 15. And they get there and you pick it up, it's cold. Yeah. Because it was ready 15 minutes, not 50 minutes, like the app tells you. Mm -hmm. So that pisses me off too. Yeah. And then, and then when I do it and I do it again, I go, I'm never doing this again. What a fool I am. And then I get sucked right back into doing it. I've again. only used those during uh, the pandemic. That's the only time I, yeah, I used it. That's smart. Yeah. And then once I find out how much they're taking from these restaurants, even if I'm picking it up myself, it's not fair. So mm-hmm. now I do call the restaurant. Yeah. I do it all directly. the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't get takeout from that many places, about yeah. like three. So it's, you know, it's it's not really an issue for me. Yeah. Do you know towns in New Jersey? Here's what I'm looking for. Towns in New Jersey that are north of me. Okay. Okay. That are more like farm homes. Okay. Like, like for example, Colts Neck mm-hmm. is a town that has a lot of the uh, properties there are homes with large land. And I got to say, they're expensive, but not as much for New Jersey as I would think, right? So I'm looking at, like, I have a tiny condo in Bradley Beach. For what I could get for that, I could get a place in Colts Neck that's on a farm. And I don't understand why. Well, I mean, you are right on the ocean. I know, but it's tiny. It is, but it's right on the ocean. Right, but we also are living in a state where being right on the ocean is cool for about three months. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at some of these properties in Colts Neck in particular, and the only thing I can think of, too, is that when properties have septic tanks, for whatever reason... 
people freak out about it and are not interested in living there. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the thing. Why is that? I I I guess because they're afraid of problems, and it's not a public sewer. They're not connected to the public sewer system. Yeah. So you know, I don't think it's that big a deal, especially if you like the house and you yeah. like the property. And when you say farms, these are ex. They're not working farms. No, now. they're just like they're they're. A, they uh, used to be, uh, or maybe even if they didn't used to be, it's it's big enough property that it looks like you could do some farming on. Mm-hmm. Or they have like the house and then a barn. Yeah, like a barn situation. Mm-hmm. Beautiful properties that are. I'll throw a weird number out here for like seven hundred grand. Okay, which is doesn't seem ridiculous compared to the what else I'm seeing in New Jersey for seven hundred grand. Right, like um, I might be able to get close to that. From my, you know, correct former Cape Cod on a fifty by hundred lot, right, and then to go to Colts Neck, right, which is a beautiful town. Bruce Springsteen lives in Colts. Yeah, Neck. and how close could you get to Bruce? Could Good you... question. I'd have to look that on a map. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was just really thrown off by it. it's like there's a there seem to be a couple things in real estate that people run away from septic tank and they so a lot of times they go together mm-hmm. septic tank well water mm-hmm. oil tank. Yeah. The oil tank, I know, is a trouble. Yes. Because, first of all, I don't think you're allowed to have them underground anymore. And they're a pain in the ass. And they're very expensive if gas is high. Yes. Versus uh, gas heat in yeah, our homes. Yeah, natural gas. Um, and you have to get the oil delivery. Yeah. So I, I, I think going moving to a place that had an oil tank, that would be a no for me. But the septic, I don't think, is that that big a deal. Especially, you know, you're alone. How much am I pooping? Not, not much. And if you got into the habit of, of pooping at work instead of at home, well, even more. If I have big enough property, I just go poop in the yard. Yeah, you could do that too. Could do that situation. Uh, and then well water. What do you know about well water? Is that a bad scene? Uh, I don't. I don't know much about yeah. it. I I know that humans. Existed with well water or stream water for thousands of years, so mm-hmm. can't be that bad, right? But in, unless I guess it's not maybe being filtered for contaminants and blah blah blah. But I think these homes then you get a, a home yeah, water filter sure. yeah, filtration I it, system. I think it's fine. Yeah, especially in our area, it's not going to be a drought. Yeah, but the only the only problem with these places, like I'm just picturing a place where I could get like a a large fence, like a fence in an area. Mm-hmm. And then I have, can have whimsy run around. Yes, I could hide and not be around people. Yes, I could. I'm like envious of Tom Green now. I'm following him on social mm-hmm. media, and he lives in Canada on a farm now. He's got all this land, and he's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. He's just walking. He's got a horse. He's got his dog. It seems very peaceful. It does. Yeah, I, I would be envious also. But. The, the problem with these homes that are on the large pieces of land is they're large also. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you don't need, need or want a large home. No. I need like a tiny home on a large slath of land. Yeah, which will be harder to find. Yeah, I think so. I think you could probably get a modest size home on a big piece of land. Yeah. And then that modest size home would be older for sure. That's the other thing. You're right. Older homes. Because it hasn't been renovated torn down and a little mansion built yeah a lot of them have been renovated sure. but if you look at be like 1908 i'm like mm, there's probably a ghost in here mm-hmm. hmm. yeah i don't know what other t- do you know of other towns 
north of Bradley Beach that have like good sized property, smaller homes where I could hide? I I do not. I'm yeah, not, I don't either. I'm not that familiar. I know, you know, I'm really only familiar with my town, Edison, which is very densely populated. Very dense. I mean, very there are dense. some areas in North Edison which are more, which with larger lots, but um, you know, it's the bougier end of town, if you will. But Edison has a hundred thousand people, over a hundred thousand. Edison's people. very packed. Mm-hmm. But you're on a nice street. I know where your street is. Yeah. Like it's uh, yeah, your your neighbor is interesting because there's a what is not a main road, but it's a busy road. Yeah, it's and sort then of when you road. turn down your street, it feels like you turn and it's quiet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and we walk the dogs all the time, and uh, that area, that development, most of those homes were built like 1947, right after yeah. the war, hmm. and uh, there were. I don't know how many houses were there before. I know the house at the end of the block used to be like the farmhouse and our street was like an orchard or something. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is going back to, you know, the 20s, but still. Yeah, it's funny. Like in Gina's neighborhood in Spring Lake, a very bougie town, Mm -hmm. her house, I think, was like the the housekeeper's house Mm -hmm. for the house next door. Like one of those situations. Yeah. You know, and then but they're like a normal size house, and like that was the housekeeper's house because yeah. of the enormous homes these people were living in back then. And would you would you say she has double your square footage? No, I actually think we're pretty close. Really? Yeah, she probably is a little more than me, but yeah, and we're pretty she has close. Two levels. She's two levels. Yeah, does and a basement. Have, does she have a crawl space attic or a walk up with the pull down stairs? Pull down stairs. Okay, and a basement. And a basement. Walk down basement. Walk down basement. Cement floor. Uh, I think the floor has been finished, but like the walls are like fieldstone. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just like here's cement and some boulders. Yeah, let's hold this house up. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But yeah, I, I keep going back and forth. Like, do I want to be near the beach? Only because the beach is weird during the winter. It's depressing. But you, you wanted it. I did. You know, because you have a a love and a fascination of the Jersey Shore. And right. The whole, You're right. What it stands for, what it means. Yeah, that's true. But yet, you don't really want to participate. You like the idea of it. I like being in the area. Yes. I don't like going on the beach. Right. But I like walking the boardwalk. You know what it really comes down to is the winter sucks. Yeah. See, I I, I, I don't mind it. I like the winter. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I was never really affected by the winter until I moved to the Jersey Shore. Mm. Gina used to talk to me about it. She'd say, oh, seasonal affective disorder, they call it around here, you know, where people get Oh, so you're, you're not talking about the weather per se. You're talking about the psychological effects because you, where you live in the winter months is a ghost town. Yeah, I mean, there's people there. I think it's a combination of everything. I think I think three things collided at one time. The Jersey Shore 
in the winter there's it's it's not lively mm-hmm. the weather itself is really cold and i got a dog yeah and i think that combination of those three throws me off yeah and also you're going outside at 2 30 in the morning and it's windy at the ocean yeah and there's certainly more people there than before the pandemic like i think after the pandemic when people moved down there People stayed and work from home down there, mm-hmm. but like it's a lot of the the there are still a lot of homes and certainly condos down there where people are just that's their summer place or their every once in a while weekend getaway. I mean, if I go to a restaurant, it's still I'm still going to need reservations, which mm-hmm. I can't figure out. But um, yeah, so I don't know if it's like if it's just that combination of things that makes it weird in the winter so are you thinking now seriously of moving again i don't think seriously but it's crossed my mind Mm -hmm. but i don't know if i really want to do that so because you'll regret it once you do correct i regret everything i do Mm -hmm. so yes except buying that tampa bay buccaneers hoodie I did regret, though, did I get, uh, should I have gotten a medium instead of this large? Oh, so you did have some regrets. I did have some regrets. You know what's weird? I bought this Tampa Bay Buccaneer hoodie. And throwback. that's a what? A medium? This is a large. Okay. The same, from the same manufacturer, this homage, which they make great clothing. I really mm-hmm. like their clothing. I bought a Houston Oilers one. Mm-hmm. Same size. The Houston Oilers one is swimming on me for some reason. And I don't know what. The difference. Uh, they're both largest. But where were they? Were they manufactured in the same place? I don't know. I bought them the same time. This Please is... just check the made in where. China, probably in, China. Indonesia, Thailand, Vietnam. I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm going to check that. Yeah. It could also be the the material for the baby blue Houston Oilers might be a different material. Could be than this red Buccaneer yeah, one. Yeah, and also know. if it was made in a different country, yeah. It, Probably is different material. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I did Google yesterday how because I'm, I'm someone who has, I'm someone who can't get past a regret, a regretted move. Yes, I I know this, and I wonder why I can't get past. And um, it's not even big regrets. You're like imagine if I if I had killed someone drunk driving. Yeah, sure. Oh my lord. Oh my god. Yeah. This is regretting getting a dog. Yes. Like this is where I'm at. Right, or buying a car. Right. Or but I getting can't, your house in Bradley Beach. But I can't get past it. I still don't regret the Bradley Beach place because even if I sold it. You're going to make money. Yeah. It made, a, it made a good chunk of change in a very short time. And I still don't know that I'm moving. I'm just, I was just trying to think of like, would it be cool to have uh, a lot of land that I could fence in? Sure. Would I enjoy my dog more? Oh, 100%. And she would love it more. And she would love it more, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. She could hunt real rabbits instead of right. chasing a fake one. Yes. Yeah, so uh but yeah, I, I, I don't know how I don't know how to move on from accepting that uh you made a bad choice mm-hmm. and moving on from it. I can't yeah, well, do it. I mean, see for me it's like, you know, I'm just very accepting as universe as it is and yeah things I don't stress about things. But my fear is that if you don't s- stay with your regret, you will make another mistake in the future. And well, if you if this eats at you every day, that'll really like I might just willy nilly 
sell my condo and go move to Colts Neck on a farm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll regret that. I will really think about that, though, this time because of my regretful choice of adopting a dog. Yeah. See, then it's you're in the you're you're trapped in this cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big cycle trap guy. Yeah. Hundred percent. Now, I think you know you have a predisposition psychologically to to be that way. Yeah. And then life circumstances has just given you the opportunity to sort of really dive into it. Yes. You know, not married. No kids, mm-hmm. so you have a lot of time, right? And then you think about things. So you know you might want to consider, you know, counseling for that. Yeah, for real. But you imagine going to counseling because you're trying to get past the regret of adopting a dog. That's a weird. That's well, that. It's not that. That's just one example of yeah. your underlying issue, right? And, and by the way, if you feel like you know a certain way all the time and it's negative. Mm-hmm then it doesn't matter what the cause or whatever the issue is that it's the fact that you do have an issue right and that you should maybe seek someone who might be able to help you work through it yeah i remember hearing artie lang who was on the howard stern's mm-hmm. show for a long time and he had many drug addiction issues many addiction issues but he, i heard him interviewed somewhere and he you know he was he'd worked the stern show in the morning and then he would do stand-up gigs on the weekend. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of lot of time. And he was getting paid by Stern. He was getting paid very well by Stern. And he wouldn't have to get there till right, sometimes 5 to 6 he would get there, and the show start at 6. Yeah, yeah. Then he'd leave right at 10. And he said, uh, he goes, a man with all time on his hands will find things to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Whether that's drinking, alcohol, gambling, Focusing in on things that really don't matter, but right. making a big deal of them. That's Obsession, where I am. Obsessions. Obsessions, yeah. And, and like, and and then the social media, which I don't know how much you do that these days. Yeah. And looking at things like. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, I use that for things I'm interested in, like um, Food and uh, which is generally not like that whole negative cesspool situation. Yeah, for the most part, so you I think can pick and choose what you're looking at. Yeah, I mean, I think when I choose to post something myself, then I get the cesspool back. Mm-hmm. But it's based on what I'm posting, and I I should know better when I get those back. But if I'm just using social media to check things and look at things, it's mostly I'm getting positive uh, things about life for the most part. But right. Um. Uh, yeah, I just I gotta I gotta stop. Uh, but it would feel weird to be like, go to a therapist, and the therapist is like, okay, um, okay, I just got done dealing with somebody who was uh, molested as a child and was uh, beat up by their parents. What is this now? You regret getting a dog? <laughs> you know what I mean? Be like, right. What are you talking about? Yeah, no. See, but again, it's not that. It's not like. You know, whatever the issue is, the fact the fact is that there is an issue. It's the underlying thing you're yes. saying. Yes. There's some issue there. Right. That you need to get talked through or just, you know, a way to help you explain and then maybe lessen the severity of it. Right. So you can have more uh, enjoyment out of life. Yeah. Yeah, the dog one is a weird one because I know, like... It's because uh, I'm worried and care for the dog mm-hmm. that I'm crazy with the dog. 
Right. So, like, when I get home now, I will walk the dog. I'll eat some lunch. I might try to take a nap, but then she's going to want to go out again. Cause she, and then I feel guilty she was in all day while of I'm course. here at work. Yeah. Then, so I, I take her for walks. I don't want to then leave her and even go to the gym because mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm, I left her for nine hours. Now I'm going to leave again right. to go to the gym or leave to go to the store or leave to visit Gina. Like, I don't want to do any of that because I feel bad sure. that I left the dog yeah. in. Right. In your specific circumstances, uh, I'm I'm married. Yeah. So my wife is home. So she, their dogs are not alone. And also I have three. Yeah. So they have the each other for company, which is important. So it's it's not it's a totally different situation and and much much less uh, stressful for me um, and for your specific situation you got to take the dog out two o'clock in the morning and you don't have a yard like if one of my dogs wakes up when I get up at one o'clock I just let them out see if they pooped or not and then that's it I let them back in yeah. But for you, it's a totally different situation. You have to go outside. You have to walk them. You have to, you know, get dressed, go outside, walk them, and then and then you're leaving them for nine hours. Yeah, and I just feel so guilty. Yeah, sure. That's why Gina's always like, oh, if I want to see you during the week, I have to come to you. I go, yeah, because yeah. I feel like I'm leaving the dog. Right. And then I feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Then I even get freaked out, like, oh, the dog's not eating. Did she eat today? Did she eat too much? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I'm locked in on this dog. Yeah, I know. I'm obsessing know. over. Yes, you are. All the things. Right. Man. Yeah. Counseling. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. Me and my dog in the laying on the, the psychiatrist chair. You know how the classic yeah. couch? Yes. Do you think they do that? Do you think if I could go to a psychiatrist I, and lay on a couch? I, I think if you want to. Or is that I, like an old school thing, I, laying on the couch? It's old school. It's, you know, the <laughs> classic depiction. But I, I think if you want to and it makes you more relaxed, yeah. yeah. But, of course, you know, if you went to a, 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 a counselor, you'd be regretting the choice of the counselor. <laughs> why who, why, what is why this did person? I take this person? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because even like in a situation, like I said, I I... I and I feel like I always have to say this because people will get angry at me. I treat my dog super well. I'm mushing my dog's face. I'm kissing oh, her. Oh, I know you do. I give her all the things. When I went to the Super Bowl, I put her up in a bougie dog hotel. Yeah, it cost you $1,200. I had her doing activities. I was happy to do it she for her. She had a much better time than you did in Las Vegas. Correct. Even then, if someone came to me and they said, Al, we have this child who's very ill and dying, and their only wish is to have a greyhound. And uh, there are no more greyhounds for adoption. This child uh, lives with their family on a farm, and Whimsy will be running all over the place, having a great time, 24-7. Da, da. And I gave the dog to the—I would still feel regretful of that. Sure. So I'm in a, I've put my brain in a no-win situation. Yes, you have. If I— what, keeping the dog, I'm mental about it. If I were to give the dog to a family with a farm. With a dying child. With a dying child whose only wish was to have a brown right. greyhound, I would then also feel guilty. Yes. So there's no winning other than seek professional help. Yeah, that, yes. On a leather couch. And by the way, there's nothing wrong mm. with that. Okay. 
at even all. F- even with that as the topic. Be, no, because again, that's the to- that's the just the topic, but there's an underlying issue. So this is what so that the dog thing is the iceberg that we see on the Correct. surface. Correct. And the iceberg under the water, the is, big part is 90% of it. I like that. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Mhm. All right, well this is helpful. Well, hopefully we we've uh Done some good here today, Al. Yeah, and if anybody knows of any uh, other towns, all I think about is uh, is Colts Neck. Like where there's, you get a lot of property, mm-hmm. you'd probably be out in the sticks, but still not, like, I always say north of Bradley Beach because I know how far of my commute is. And you're in Mon- Monmouth. Lower Monmouth. Uh, yes. Southern Monmouth. I, I don't know. Not uh, far from Ocean then. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit of a ways to, okay. from Ocean. I don't know. I don't know. I forget where... Uh, no, you're right. Probably south, south uh, Monmouth. Yeah, because I'm in Monmouth as soon as I go over the the Raritan on oh, the okay. Parkway. Yeah, because you know, I'm in southern Middlesex, especially closer to the coast. Yeah, if you go west in Middlesex, it extends further south. And then, like Tom's River, is that ocean? I think so, but yeah, I'm not I think sure. so too. Cause Tom Rivers, uh, Tom Rivers, <laughs> Tom's <laughs> River is about thirty minutes from me, south. Even more. And then after that, is it Atlantic County? I, yeah, I, I think so. Or Cumberland, something called Cumberland County yeah. or something. I worked with a guy in Tampa. His name, his on-air name was Tom Rivers. Mm-hmm. He was like very legendary in the country community. Mm-hmm. Died young. He is a man who died young. And speaking of that Beyonce country song. Pretty good. It was. Yeah. I'm curious whether they will play that on country radio. I bet they do. And, and to my ear, and now, of course, we didn't get into the lyrics and if she yeah. does sort of more her thing when she gets to the lyrics or yeah. is it straight country? I don't know. But the uh that intro to me, to my ear, sounded more old school country yeah. than modern country. Would you agree? Yes. It's called Texas Hold'em, the new okay. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I will check that out this afternoon yeah. if I have time, if I can find it. And uh if anyone has a good shrink in the Bradley Beach area, slide into Al's DMs yeah. with that. Who specialize in regret. Mm-hmm. Regrets. I've had a few. A few. Uh, it was a great uh, brand new Billy Joel interview with Howard Stern. There are clips on the internet, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, in discussing the song Turn the Lights Back On, he, he they somehow got into this discussion of regret. And Billy Joel said, you cannot live a life without regret. He said, these people, I've always thought this too, these people who go, oh, I've got no regrets. It's made me who I am. You can still have regrets. Of course, of course. Like, like I, of course, I have regrets. Yeah. But like, I don't like. I accept it, and I don't like dwell on it. I don't get bummed out about it. Yeah. And I, and I move on. Do I have them? Of course. Yeah. Of course, you do. I know people think it's a weakness of to course, say no, I have regrets. Yes. Yeah. No way. And of course, I have. But I'm just a different person, and my mind works. You know, whatever. I was just made that way. It, nothing, nothing I did. I didn't do anything special. I don't have any special ability. It's just the way I'm wired from birth. Right. So I'm fortunate in that uh, respect. Sure, I have regrets, but I don't dwell on them. They don't dominate my life. But imagine, like, I, I always go back to the, like, um, only because we're all in cars, and imagine if you, if someone had died in an accident, you were at fault in. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine yeah 
yeah. what going through life is yeah. like, like how you get past that. Yeah, that's Man. that's a tough one. Yeah, that seems like. And that happens goodness. to probably hundreds of people in this yeah. country a day. Right. Yeah, that's that that a tough one. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up program. I All did right. that with uh, Mr. CeeLo. You did? Uh, tomorrow, uh, CeeLo will be here again for the warm-up. And Jerry will be back on the post-game for oh, people okay. who don't like me. Nope, some people like you. A guy asked, he goes, what do we need to do to get a, an additional daily podcast? Al and Eddie. A uh, guy said he will pay. One gentleman's uh, agreed to pay. Uh, he would pay? Yeah. Oh, well, we can discuss it. I, I think potentially. he would. He, I think he would pay like if we put it on a subscription service. We'd have one download per day. Yeah, from that uh, guy, yeah. From that fella, yep. All right. All right. So, so.